Hello, dear listeners. This podcast has reached its final episode. I've started a new podcast titled Build Your English, which you can find at patreon.com slash buildyourenglish. There, you can access your weekly free episode and its transcript. I hope to see you there. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Cambridge Exam Coaching, a podcast by Alexandra and Christian from cambridgeexamcoach.com. In this podcast, we give you the vocabulary you need to get a high score in your exam. Our goal is to provide you with words, phrases and collocations that you can use to prepare effectively and gain more marks in your exam. And to be clear, this podcast is useful for all exam candidates. Whether you take the B2 first, the C1 advanced, the C2 proficiency, or even the IELTS, this podcast is for you. All right then, without further ado, let's get the ball rolling. I think we need a jingle. <laughs> okay, hey Chris, happy Tuesday. Are you all right? How is life treating you? Hey Alexandra, that was a good start for a jingle. <laughs> anyway, thanks for asking. I am good. Packing my bags as I'm returning back home this week, back to the Netherlands. I'm feeling pretty excited to reunite with my family and friends, and I'm looking forward to playing with my nephews. How about you? Oh, thanks for asking. Oh, yes, I know. I know that you're happy. Have I told you that I'm a fan? <laughs> I'm your yes, a fan of your nephews, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Me too. <laughs> Okay, um, so yes, you are excited and I'm excited for you as well. But you know, is it the reason why you've been insomniac recently? Because I remember you mentioned that the other day. Um, are you okay now? Ah, you remember. Yes, <laughs> yes, I'm fine, I'm fine. But the reason is actually different. You know, I normally find it difficult to sleep when my head is full of creative ideas and that can make me feel out of sorts, you know. But there's nothing to worry about. I'm managing well anyway. Uh, but uh, what's new with you? Mm, okay. Uh, I'm so happy to hear that. Uh, as for me, I'm, I'm okay, yes. And to be honest, I'm happy to be back on my feet again. Because, um, well, last week I came down with a slight cold, but nothing serious. Ah, yeah, I know. Good to hear it was nothing serious. By the way... Did you have all these common symptoms like sneezing and coughing and all that sort of stuff? Um, mm, this time, not exactly. I had a mild headache and slight body aches. And the worst thing was that my nose was bunged up. But yesterday, I was officially given a clean bill of health by my doctor. And now I feel as right as rain. Right as rain. That's good. That's good. I'm happy to hear that. You know, I think winter is prime time for doctors to roll up their sleeves. Yeah, true. I can definitely see that. They're working really, really hard to help us all. Uh, but Chris, talking about you, as long as I've known you, you've always been as fit as a fiddle. Like you seemed so to me, and and you still do uh, do this. Uh, and uh, the secret, uh, what is it? What is your secret? How often do you get sick with colds during a year? Well, <laughs> I'm flattered. I'm flattered. <laughs> But to tell you the truth, 
there's no big secret and I'm not always at, as fit as a fiddle. Uh, in the previous episode, when we spoke about keeping fit, I said that I've built the habit of daily exercise, right? I don't know if you remember, but I didn't mention the other two essential factors. And those are diet and sleep. You know, I'm a creature of habit, so I have a balanced diet and keep a sleep schedule. In other words, I consume nutritious foods and make sure I get at least seven hours of good quality sleep daily. Finally, I hardly ever drink alcohol anymore and I don't smoke. Hmm, Chris, you know... I think that you now you sound like a role model, at least to me. <laughs> hmm, hmm, hmm. I don't think I am perfect, but indeed, some of these qualities are good qualities. I'm a human being anyway. I'm not perfect at all. Uh, for example, sudden weather changes can make me feel under the weather, and uh, especially in autumn, you know, in October, November. But I think my healthy habits help me get over it quite quickly. What about you, Alexandra? How often do you fall sick? Mm, I th I'd say not that much. I get about one or maybe two slight colds a year. And I do subscribe to the idea that a healthy diet, regular exercise and sleep can help us maintain robust health. And that's what I do myself. And, you know, for me, these are the three pillars of health. I couldn't agree more. Yes, indeed. I think these three pillars are crucial indeed. But I guess there's something more to it. You know, take our ancestors. Say, let's say two centuries ago, people arguably ate and drank healthier and led stress-free lives. But their life expectancy was twice as short as ours. Yeah, that's definitely true. But, you know, life has changed. We're living in different conditions today. What are you driving at? Well, exactly that. My point is that we live longer and better today because of the advancements in medicine and healthcare in the first place. So thanks to antibiotics, vaccines and advanced surgical techniques, our lives have been extended dramatically You know, we get regular checkups and it helps us reduce the risk of getting sick. Also, today doctors are able to detect life-threatening health conditions at an early stage and increase our chances for treatment and cure. Yeah, right. And as I understand, you're talking about preventive medicine, aren't you? Exactly. Preventive medicine helps us avoid lots of diseases. And besides, preventive healthcare is commonplace today. It has helped us become more educated and proactive about our own health. Yes, I see. And you know, maybe this is the reason why we're aware of the benefits of a balanced diet, exercise and sleep. And Chris, you've mentioned that we've become more educated about health, or I'd say we've become more health literate. And it's definitely great, but I think that there is the, sl the flip side of the coin, 
And the point is that health information is more widely available than ever. It's more accessible. And there are thousands, thousands of medical blogs where doctors give medical advice on any topic under the sun. And, you know, Instagram, YouTube, even TikTok. These are just, to name a few, a few of the platforms where we can get this medical advice. And I think that it's a little, you know, it's a little over the top. Don't you think so? Mm. I'm inclined to agree with you, but I do think it depends. For example, if you Google your symptoms instead of seeing a doctor, you are on a slippery slope because you can harm yourself. But if you just watch entertaining TikTok clips or YouTube videos and learn something useful, you know, I think it's not a bad idea. Yeah, I agree with you. But, you know, in my experience, the more I watch or read about this medical stuff, the more overwhelmed by this information I become. And I must say that this particular information is quite contradictory sometimes. I'll give you an example. Uh, like, is red meat good or is red meat actually bad? Or what diet should I follow? Should I become vegan or should I follow a keto diet that is high in fat? Or should I become flexitarian and combine the two of them? I don't know. So honestly, this point uh, makes me get real, real health scares. Interesting. A keto diet. Never heard of that. But anyway, I know what you mean. Uh, it's really easy to fall into this trap. But I think, you know, we should take it with a pinch of salt. And that's when you need your critical thinking skills. What I mean is you need to evaluate the accuracy of the information you get. For example, you can ask yourself, who is this person speaking? What is their professional background? And does this person provide links to real scientific studies or not? Is it maybe a sponsored video or blog post? All these questions might help you discount what you read or hear. Hmm. Well put, Chris. As reasonable as always. <laughs> yes, I agree with you. In in our fast-paced world with all the challenges that we have to rise up to and all the information to digest, we do need to learn how to choose reliable media sources. And there is this information overload and it's really easy to become anxious and even neurotic. Exactly. And don't forget that a substantial part of the information we hear is just a media confection. So, come to your senses, go and ask your physician if you have any questions, and, Alexandra, don't forget about the apples. <laughs> Sorry, Chris, what do you mean by the apples? <laughs> ah, you're Alexandra, not Eve, of course, right? Anyway, what I mean is that <laughs> an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Ah, yes. <laughs> I get this reference. These good old words of wisdom. They are, they are. So, Alexandra, on this healthy note, I reckon we can round off this episode. What do you think? Sure, sure. And I think that I would like to munch on an apple right now. But before we sign off, let me remind you listeners that you can get the transcript and key vocabulary from this episode on our website, 
cambridgeexamcoach.com. This is where you can check out becoming a member of Cambridge Exam Coach and join a community of ambitious learners from all over the world who want to improve their English and gain more marks in their exam. And again, the place to go to is cambridgeexamcoach.com. And you know what? When you open this website, you'll see that something has actually changed there in our name. So why not check it right now? Indeed, why not check it right now? Finally, if this episode has helped you, share it with someone who could benefit from it too. Also, if you want to practice your writing skills, you can rate this podcast and write a review on Apple Podcast. We'll be happy to get your feedback. All right then, that is all for today's episode. Thank you all for listening and we hope to catch you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Oh, and one more thing. You might have heard that I have a new podcast. It's called Build Your English. Every week, from Monday to Friday, I publish 10-minute lessons that teach English in a fun and effective way. I talk about all sorts of topics, from everyday subjects like food, travel, books, and language learning, to more serious ones, like history, politics, culture, and even philosophy. The episodes are spoken at a speed you can understand and come with downloadable mp3 files and PDF transcripts. So by dedicating just 10 minutes a day to our lessons, you won't just see improvements in your English, you'll also enjoy the learning journey. I invite you to listen to an episode and see for yourself. Patreon.com slash build your English. Patreon.com slash build your English.